Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I wanna do now is making it last. Time always seems like such <laughs> an elusive concept for a lot of people. And of course, how you manage your time impacts on your relationships, whether negatively or positively. Welcome to Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but other people. I'm Noreen Daly, and to talk about just how we can maximize our time is Jones Laughlin. He's an author, speaker, and coach, and he helps others to make better choices with their time so they can thrive. So are you thriving? <laughs> Chances are you're not. This is the conversation for you this time around. Welcome, Jones. Oh, thank you, Noreen. And when you asked that question, I was about to raise my hand and say, well, I'm a little tired this morning, but I feel good because I'm on this podcast with you. So, okay. Uh, okay. so yes, I'll go ahead and answer your question. Yes, I'm thriving now. Okay. Um, uh, so thanks for having me today. All right. How did you get to being a thriver? Though, before we get into our, t- our topic. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, back in the 80s, way back when I had hair, lots of it, um, <laughs> I was introduced to the idea of better managing my time. It was actually a college course in graduate school, and I will never oh, forget the, just the impact it had on me about understanding the need to, to manage uh, how I use my time more effectively. And so it's been the greatest it was the greatest gift that, that I've been given throughout my career, my personal life is just that passion to, to make sure I am using my time in alignment with what's important to me uh, so that I can thrive uh, in the things that I do. Interesting. All right. So how can I maximize time? Hmm. Um, how can I maximize time? That's a fantastic question. I think it starts with asking how you want that time to be utilized. What's the, what are the outcomes you're looking Mm. for? Um, You know, what was it Stephen Covey said in the seven habits of highly effective people begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. I think to maximize time, we have to ask ourselves, what is it I want to have too often people feel like they're victims of their day. Uh, They just react to whatever's in front of them. It's the tyranny of the urgent. Um, they really, they really like don't, they, well, the tyranny great, of the urgent. Yeah, there's a book by that title, actually. So it's a great one. Really? Um, yeah, it is. There is. And so I, I think too often we don't take as much control of, of how we want to use our time as we should. We just kind of feel like a victim. We, we react to what's happening. And so I think it starts with taking more control asking yourself the outcomes you want, um, and then beginning to, to ask yourself, how would that look like in my day? You know, beginning to, to plan out days that, you know, are aligned or the activities are aligned so that your most important things get done. Um, I have a five-step process that I use in my, my time management training, but it, it starts with, you know, thinking about your purpose and your goals and your mm-hmm. outcomes. And the second one's, you know, what are the activities that will help you accomplish those? The third one is uh, identify your uh, non-discretionary time. You know, that's the time in your day for meetings or teaching or whatever it is that you've got to do. The fourth step is identify your discretionary time. And that's a part where I think a lot of people fail to maximize their time. They, they won't 
look at their day and go, oh, you know what, if I've got these things going on, wait a minute, I've got an hour block right here. Hmm. And, and then step five is take those activities that I mentioned in step two about, um, you know, the activities that should be in your day and begin to see how you can put them into your day. Uh, I'm a huge hmm. proponent of not using a task list. Uh, I think a lot of people think they can maximize their time by creating this task list and then looking at it to figure out what they want to do each day. Really? I don't, yeah, I, I don't think that works as well, because here's the thing. Our brains are lazy. They, they don't like to work hard. They like to conserve energy just in case there's a crisis. Well, if you look at your task list and you've got some easy items and some hard items on there, your brain's going to go, oh, go do that simple one. Because then you can check it off or mark it out and go, woo, I got it done. <laughs> but it may not be okay. the most important thing to do. Okay. Um, the other thing about task list is that if you've got two items listed and one item is going to take five minutes and the other item says um, work on uh, improvement plan or professional right, improvement plan right, you know, for right. educators, you know, work on professional <laughs> improvement plan, your brain's going to go, oh, that one's hard. It's going to take a long time. Then you're not going to do it. So I, I just think it's really important to take hmm. those task list items and try. You can't always do it, but try to put them into your calendar somewhere. Uh, now, if you're going to keep a task list, uh, and, and, is, and please understand when I say throw out your task list, I, I'm getting a, a rise out of people. But but I <laughs> mm -hmm. think I think if you're going to keep it, two things. One is you need to break items down into meaningful parts. Like instead of work on professional improvement plan, maybe it's identify two objectives for mm -hmm. professional improvement plan because then you look at it and go oh I could do that in 15 minutes or I could do that in a half an hour uh it's just to make that task list more you know manageable if you will so sorry I got on a little bit of a rant there but uh, <laughs> that's fine because I think though for people you have to find what works for you exactly I've, I've always been using a planner and every time I'm looking to see if I can find a better version and the planner that I'm using for this year one of the things that I love about it, it, it has on it for each day, what is your top three, especially for the work mm -hmm. that yeah. works. Yes. That works. Because yes. I find that if I find I don't always get through the top three, but I usually get through it. So mm -hmm. I even if it if it transfers, it's probably like the, the next day. And it might have been something where people had other pieces for it that I, you know, re, that I couldn't fully control all of it. Mm -hmm. So I find that just saying that those top three helps. Oh, I love that. I have stopped having this. I, I'm with you. I've stopped having this nice long list because it really doesn't work. And it can be frustrating because you keep things keep moving on to the other day. And you're like, huh? Where did my time go? <laughs> but I have a question for you. Sure. The whole idea of choosing what happens with your time then helps how you maximize time. Yes? Okay. Correct. Correct. Okay. I'm going to use myself as an example. Mm -hmm. So in my other life, I'm an educator. I'm the chair of an academic department. And quite often than not, I will go into my email and it doesn't happen every day. But I remember one day I went into my email and there was a meeting that I realized that I, and I went to the meeting and I was so annoyed because I really didn't want to be in the meeting. But because of the position and because I figured that 
there should be some representation. And I couldn't, I couldn't just call a team member and say, okay, go represent. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I really don't think. So when it is that you want to choose how you spend your time, but by virtue of your position, meetings, which I feel sometimes is a total waste of time, but that's for another topic. What do you do then? Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, um, that, you're right. That's a whole nother topic within itself. But I think, and I like what you did there. You actually walked through a process that I think is very helpful is that, mm-hmm. okay, I've got this meeting. I don't really, I don't really see a lot of value in me being there. Uh, you thought about it. Is there someone else I could send? Uh, is there someone else who could take you know, my place. Could I participate in those meetings less often? Mm-hmm. Um, do Can I request an agenda before the meeting or, you know, request to know what we're going to talk about at the meeting? Um, could I be at part of the meeting and not all of the mm-hmm. meeting? Um, another thing that sometimes I encourage people to do is, you know, if there's meetings that you're consistently a part of that you're mm-hmm. not bringing value to or not seeing value in is talk to that person that you report to and say, <laughs> my, my, well, my plate is full. Okay. My plate is full. And, and I know, and here's where you got to know what your, what your supervisor's priorities are. Mm-hmm. I know you really want me to work on high priority project. Right. Could I potentially not be at those meetings so that I could focus more on getting mm-hmm. that done? Uh, you know, and, and offer that. Now they may say, no, we really need you at that meeting. Okay. At least you tried, but they may say, you know what? Okay. Um, and you, and then you offer a contingency plan of saying, I'll contact you the day after the meeting to see what was discussed and, you know, what the action items are for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think you got to look at all different angles there to say, how can I minimize the time I'm spending in meetings and we've got to be willing to advocate for ourselves and that starts with explaining how your not being in that meeting is going to be a value to the supervisor to your colleagues or to the 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 organization i think that's a key place to start we have to take a break and get a word from our partners we'll be right back mothers and fathers husbands and wives sisters and brothers friends for life won't live Photography is an art, but more so, photography must come from the heart. Precious moments, priceless times. Take a pic and know it will turn out fine. BMC Photography JA, beautiful moments captured. Let's go. For all your events, such as educational forums, workshops, book launches, weddings, and more, contact Noreen Daly, the ultimate MC and event host. Visit NoreenDaily.com or follow her on Instagram at NoreenDailyJam. Noreen Daly. Creating long-lasting memories.
Lango Language Institute was created to meet your language and communication needs. All of our packages were created just for you. We are passionate about language and dedicated to your success. We offer the CSEC English program, the Study Body program, the Get Ahead with English program, and the Business Communication program. Contact us at 767-285-0938 or email us at langdolanguage at gmail.com because the real question is, how can we help you? Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life won't live in the past. All I want to do now is making it last. When I just became chair, I would, there's a meeting that I have to attend. It, 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 and the meeting is four or five hours long. It used to be face to face, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I'm not afraid to say it. the only thing I'd look forward to was that I'd get a free lunch, so that day I didn't have to worry about lunch. No, <laughs> overtime, no. And and what I I used to do, I wouldn't walk with my laptop to the meeting, and I just sit and be so attentive. And I realized other people would have their laptops and they'd be multitasking. So after a while, I started doing the same thing, and now that the meeting is virtual, I'm in the meeting and I'm in my email I, i'm being productive while the meeting is happening so that is the way because the meeting usually lasts from 10 to 1 okay and sitting for that period can be a bit much oh, yeah yeah <laughs> but, you know I, I i i have found a way to work myself through the meeting one of the things that i have done as a leader and i read this i think might have been some months ago when it was talking about how people with virtual meetings people can can basically be meeting out or zoomed out whichever terminology people want to use and i said to myself if i have shorter meetings because i have to have departmental meetings if i have shorter meetings because of course they get the agenda in advance and people know what it mm -hmm. makes a difference so one of the things that i've tried to do and i want to try again coming next next school year is to have meetings for 45 minutes not an hour beautiful beautiful yeah yeah, it don't always work, right. but I am I am I am trying, and I find that when I do that, the meetings are more productive. Oh, because people yeah. know that I'm here for fun, and then I'm gone. I can go yeah. on to do something else. Yeah, yeah. But, you and know, you can have higher expectations of participants. That's what I love about it, Noreen. You say, okay, laptops down, or you know, if if, if mm -hmm. it's if it's virtual, they've got to have it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I want everybody's full attention. Can right. we all agree? Nobody's going to check their email. Nobody's going to check their Slack or Teams messages while we're in the 45 minutes. Everybody agree? Yes. Okay, go. Uh, you know, I think when, and people love that to know mm -hmm. that you're looking out for their time. Uh, I, I really applaud you for that, Noreen. Mm -hmm. Plus, okay. when you said it for 45 mm -hmm. minutes, you give people that space to say, okay, I'm going to have time to go to the bathroom. I'm going to have mm -hmm. time to take a breath before right. my next meeting. If right. not, they say, okay, I need to go ahead and get ready for this next meeting. And they've checked out of your meeting early, <laughs> yeah. you know, mentally, yeah. if not yeah. physically. <laughs> True, true. What then would you say to somebody who's listening to say in terms of maximizing my time, mm -hmm. I need to use some of these productivity tools. I remember for one, one, one meeting one time, I have a team member who's very tech savvy. Mm -hmm. And I had her just really just introducing people just some of the different things that they probably have access to and just not using some of the Google mm -hmm. tools. But mm -hmm. for you, what are some of the 
productivity tools that you sure. use or that you say time management tools you could recommend to people who watch or listen to this sure um my project i use a project management tool called asana a-s-a-n-a because -A -A, i have a small okay. team of folks that work with me and i've really enjoyed that i know a lot of your folks are on teams and mm -hmm. probably other types of platforms but if you're if you're a small team and want something that's really simple to use asana is a great tool to be able to track who's working on what and comment okay. directly into the app so that's one mm -hmm. uh piece of technology that I use, one that I, I really uh, have enjoyed. And you say, well, is it really productivity? Uh, I use an app called Readwise, R-E-A-D-W-I-S-E. -E. Um, mm -hmm. How many of us read books on our electronic devices? Uh, we highlight stuff in there and we say, oh, there's so much good content there. And I really need to be, I really, I want to remember that content. Mm-hmm. And then a month later, we go, I can't even remember what I read in Noreen's book, you know, or, or, or whatever. A Readwise is an app that syncs from all of any electronic device that you read um, a book or a PDF okay. from. It syncs it and it syncs the highlights. And then here's the cool part. Every day it will send you an email with a certain number of, of highlights from some of the books you've read. So, so every morning when I'm in my quiet time, I'm getting ready for the day, I can check, click on that email and I can say, okay, there's a, there's one of my highlights from, um, you know, uh, cleaning up your mental mess mm -hmm. book I'm mm -hmm. currently reading. Um, and I go, okay, wow, that's a great quote. I'd forgotten that one. And then it'll throw up a quote from a book I read a year ago. And go, oh, wow. Yeah. I need to remember that. Um, it is a great tool for people who want to remember what they've read and be able to apply that because so often I use it in a coaching session or I use something I read that morning in a facilitation. So it really helps me to have great content that I've forgotten about because I highlighted it in the book and the book is, on my Kindle somewhere, mm -hmm, I, you know, mm -hmm. I forgot it. That's so that's a that's an application. The final one uh, I'll share real quickly. It's not a technology tool so much as I think we all have to get better at blocking our time and mm. and, and choosing those chunks of time. You call it chunking, whatever the language is, but creating a space for specific stuff. You mentioned email. Uh, mm -hmm. How many people could improve if they would simply agree to check their email three times a day? versus I think I'll go check my email a minute and then 35 minutes later going oh crap I didn't mean to stay in here that long um, so not really a technology tool but it's about technology it's just creating space for certain things and then staying in that space getting it done before moving on to something else that that one's for me because recently I said to myself you know if I'm not careful I could stay in my email all day mm -hmm. because there's always something to respond to or something mm -hmm. so that that one's specifically for me <laughs> as yeah it is it is it is as as we're wrapping up you you've said a lot but if it is that all of what you said literally just flew over somebody's head what is the one idea that you'd want to leave with those who will watch those who will listen to this mm -hmm. in terms of how to maximize their time Okay. I think it's asking yourself some variation of this question. What is it I want to have when this day is over? What do I want to have when this day is over? And people will say things like fulfillment or a sense of accomplishment. Or, and so then that leads you to the second question. What are the steps you're going to take to have that outcome? Hmm. And, and so it just gets people thinking about, well, I need to, I need to guard my time. 
I need to schedule more effectively. I need to talk to Noreen about how I'm not going to be, I'd really like not to have to attend that meeting every week. I'd like to attend every other week or, or mm -hmm. something. But I think it's just really starting with that. What do I want from this day? What do I want to get from it? And then how, you know, what steps do I need to take to get that? Uh, I think that's, to me, that's where it starts. And then it's all the other things that we've talked about today. Thanks for sharing, Jones. This was a pleasure. And I'm going to say this publicly. I had to convince him to be on this podcast. <laughs> so for those of you who are listening and watching, I am happy that I did. I love this yeah. conversation. It was my pleasure. Yeah, mine, mine as well, Noreen. You're a delight. Thank you. This was Make It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with me. other people. I'm Noreen Daly. Until next time. I love you. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives.